5678. Hello and welcome to a new episode of 5678, a podcast about dance training. My name is Rebecca Bergstolt and today's guest is Jared Sederlund. Hello. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Great to have you. We are in Hannesand mm-hmm. at Nordans and you are currently teaching the morning yes. training here. Could uh, you introduce yourself? Of course. So my full name is Jared Tillahun Sederlund and um well introducing myself it's it's always fun to kind of <laughs> realize where to start. So let's start with the dance. I've been dancing uh since I was a kid. I always liked to dance. I always had like a fascination with the moving body for some reason uh and I I liked to perform when I was a kid. I used to be in this uh every Friday in our school we have this hour of you know the Friday hour and I used to kind of perform with a friend dance mimic like the backstreet boys and <laughs> and stuff like that and I think it was when I was nine years old I've seen the music video of Run DMC it's called It's Like That and there was in the music video they had just like a a battle you know breaking battle and and street dance popping and I remember I was really inspired by this especially one guy that was doing glides he was like sliding on the floor and I was like wow how is that possible it looks like he's floating you know uh so already then I was like inspired to learn that and around that time I also saw uh it was bounce on stage and Damon Frost who was in the group then and I saw him dance and I was like I need to learn how to move like that it was this thing about moving in a way that was I I couldn't really understand but it was just like oh how is that happening so I wanted to learn so I had this fascination with fascination yeah with movement and then uh I started like taking courses and I wanted to to go for breaking first but I was too young so I started street dancing and from there I've been just taking like independent courses practicing every day practicing at first just like with the motivation of being the best dancer in the world <laughs> and that was my aim and I didn't stop <laughs> like uh until maybe I don't know but I was you know a little bit older and realized maybe that it's not the only aim I still kind of have that aim but you know <laughs> not in the same way as a child it's like I'm going to become the best uh so I was practicing like every day me and my friends and then I met um my my crew <laughs> we we called ourselves the Soul Sweat crew it was me uh, Marcus Almqvist Alexander Dam Nikki Tapos and Martha Nabuire so we started to 
practice a lot together. And in that environment is where I really started, you know, not only taking classes and practicing, you know, uh, more by myself, uh, but in that environment, I really started develop something like deeper with the dancing and 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 yeah since then i've been uh you know getting deeper and deeper roots with my my own dance but maybe we're gonna come back to that later yeah do you remember like in the early times with dance what what was it that got you hooked what was it that you liked i think it's a mix um later i've been thinking about it and i come back to that thing that i was just you know because people might ask why did you start dancing and already as a kid i had this fascination with the movements and and like i, I didn't think like this when i was a kid but later i've been thinking that there is something that fascinates me now with dancing that might have been the same thing that fascinated me then. And it is that uh, for some reason people make uh, moves or like move or make movement that is not necessarily like a practical, has a practical intention. Like it's not to pick up a yard of water and drink or it's not to, you know, move this thing or you know, direct somebody. Like, it's, it's really this thing, the body just moves f- for no other reason than just kind of moving. It could be, you know, there's a lot of reason. It can be expression or... But it has this own chapter of moving. And for some reason, I just latched on to that. And then also when when I found, like, people could move in a way that didn't really like make sense it was just like this phenomenon like wow how how can how can you move your body like that i was just amazed by it and uh, so yeah i was amazed by it for some reason Uh, so it was that mixed with also you know I always liked music. My mom used to play me like, you know, nice music, soul and 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 and, and stuff with rhythms and um also on my father's side, like we have the like Ethiopian side of the family which also there we we were when we were gathering uh you know, to see each other, to eat, but also every time there was dancing. Uh, and I remember as a kid, it wasn't it wasn't always that I, you know, wanted to really dance, but then it just got in to be that. Like, you know, like, yeah, you know, they always wanted me to, to join in mm-hmm. and dance together. And then, of course, that created something. Uh, you know, mm. and also my aunt really, really loved to dance with me. Like anytime I was a kid, she just wanted to to dance. 
danced the boogie woogie. <laughs> he said <laughs> disco music and stuff. Mm. And uh, I know that you also went to Osa, right? Yes. How how was that? So Osa was my 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 paradise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I I practiced since early and took a lot of classes and courses, and I think already at like I was seventeen something, I started to have pop in classes just to teach pop in. Uh, so I, I was doing that for some time. And when I went to Osa, it was because I wanted to put myself in back into the like the practice uh, more to like give myself a time to develop again or give myself time. Mm. And and the feeling was that okay, I, I I go to Osa. I already know the foundations, but I'm gonna still have time to dig deeper and and become stronger, which which it really did for me. It's like is this paradise where I gotta just you know I I have time to practice. I don't really have to do anything else. I was there for two years and like I'm just develop. Uh, keep on developing my my own uh, dancing and style, mm. and also to get away from Stockholm for a while, just to live out there and like really focus. So, I really got deeper into practicing, and uh, yes, I've never been in such a good physical form <laughs> that I was then. It's like this constant training is super nice, and I hope in the future that that will be more possible not only at osa if you want to do you know styles that comes from the street dance roots that it it, it might be possible because right now it's like you go osa and there's not so much more to apply you know so that's that's a future project of mine as well to make that scene grow uh but yeah osa was super nice I also got time to to sit like and make create some music. I'm 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 making music as well, so I got time to learn the piano and like this 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 paradise where you can kind of just be. That that's how I felt. Like yeah. That's what it was. Nice. Yeah. So if you would think about all the dance training that you have been through. Yeah. Could you mention some things that you are thankful for that the training has been training or that dance has taught you? Definitely. So so my way has been from getting really like inspired by moving in a way. And like I said, my first goal was to practice and become, you know, the best dancer in the world. So I practiced, practiced, practiced. I learned a lot of techniques, which the techniques are within the street dance styles mostly. I tried some acrobatics, I tried some different things. Later on, I also, it got mixed, you know, with other genres, but mostly like the street dance techniques that I put time to learn within popping or locking or hip hop or house is this, it has the foundations. which I'm I'm very like yeah it 
that's my technical foundations and just you you asked if if there's something I'm thankful for like for that I can just like my, my main teachers my, my main like guru inspirational teacher is called Damon Frost he's like he's the one I saw and I was like okay so I, I started to dance for him and yeah I kind of just aced his classes really quickly like really this inspired little child that is just gonna do that and so I learned a lot from him uh, rhythms grooves techniques you know he also the way that was the guy that was like how can you move your body like that and 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 then also my my other like second biggest teacher is called Robban Robert Weger and also he opened up like we were practicing hard and he kind of connected us to like he brought the original lockers for instance which is a group from the states that was creating this dance style called lockers so then he got us into really practicing locking like hardcore practicing which later got us me and Alex and Marcus uh, to take that to the next level and go abroad and compete and so that my, my kind of what can I say uh, my name within the street dance world at that time was Razzle Dazzle <laughs> and it got like you know yeah that was a name that I think people are still gonna recognize you know um and so that whole journey was super i'm very thankful because it, it 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 made me focus it made me practice it made me like really have this uh, drive also to to develop and then somewhere along the time also as i grow older like and 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 life comes with its <laughs> complication and you know issues i got more and more it was not possible to only dance to to win battles or you know to become you know the best dancer in the world it was something else needed to happen and also around that time when i met uh in Soul Sweat and I, I met with Martha and we had a lot of conversations because she could feel the things I was going through uh, in myself. Uh, she could feel that I was like, okay, you know, if I wasn't feeling too good or, you know, dealing with anxiety and stuff. And she kind of just opened up this whole other reason to dance so it uh, on the opposite of being inspired by somebody on stage that i wanted to be able to dance like and i wanted to have the you know the the pa like wow you know i'm gonna stand on stage and you know you know do that she came or she comes from more of a like a, okay the reason to dance the first reason to dance is not that mm. you know it's more um 
of self-expression or uh, is not necessarily on stage. It's just this thing, this energy that that you can be in. And by being in that, you're going to get this instant, you know, award of just being in being in the dance being in that energy open up for that energy and with our conversations and i remember at the beginning i was like ah but what about practicing hard and 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 getting to that number one spot what about that so a lot of the things she said at first i didn't want to listen because i was too focused on becoming the best But then, you know, as our conversations went and we got to uh, um, we got to uh, know each other more and more and I was developing within myself, it started to make more and more sense what she said and I started to to accept that other reality of why I dance and it was mainly one happening that made me really really kind of uh, go over to that uh, reason to dance that made me understand like okay but I'm not I'm not gonna dance just because I'm gonna win battles or be on stage or I'm not gonna dance only when I'm happy or to to impress that's not going to be my reason. And there was this one moment where I I, I went to uh, one event that is called Street Star. It's like a really big street dance event. And I think this was in 2010. And I went there and by then I was dealing with lots of anxiety. So I found it harder and harder to kind of be in a battle and 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 produce you know now you're gonna produce locking or you're gonna produce popping but it was this pressure of being in the battle and and the anxiety was not from being in the battle but i had it it was from life i was like okay i need to deal with this and i was just in that event and all of these thoughts and you know they just came to me and and then the anxiety really kind of got to be too much like i started to panic and i've been dealing with anxiety during the years a lot but i never really had that kind of panic attack it's been more of like a <laughs> really like heavy feeling of anxiety which is the worst it's like anti-life thing uh, but at that moment i felt how that gotten to be too much and i started to kind of panic and i had this tunnel vision where kind of like things just started to kind of tunnel up and i just started to panic and i felt like i need to get out of here so i started running in some direction and I ended up in this room like 
so not the main room, but another room where they also played some music. I think there was a, a bunch, like some people there, but it was like music playing. And with that feeling that I had, I just knew that I wanted to get away. And I remember like running into that room. And as soon as I came to that room, I kind of like, okay, the music made me react. And I just started moving in ways that I never moved before and uh, from a source that I never used before. And with the reason that I never like used to dance, you know, with before. It was, this time was just to get away from that feeling like, okay, I need to just express or, you know, get this shit out. And by then, then I I must have enough uh, uh, trust in my dance that, okay, so I'm just going to do this. And what it brought me was like, okay, so now I'm actually dancing from this source, like this true, 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 true thing that is inside of me and these feelings that are trying to come out. And and I don't know how to explain it exactly, but I needed to get away from the anxiety and then it kind of transformed into just, yeah, moving. No, no uh, hesitation, no value, just raw force of just like, okay, uh, this is right now and I need to do this. And I, I don't know how long I was there. I was there for a while and I got really sweaty and afterwards it was like this void where i'm like okay okay i'm i'm calm now that feeling was gone but i was like really kind of shocked and amazed like okay so this thing is worth everything kind of uh so that really set me on a on a lane uh, which I am still on today um, which also I've been talking a bit about is this true value of dance <sighs> I think there, there can be, it can be different for different people but for me it's really this thing where I allow myself to have those kind of conversations you know, it's like, again, something the body knows at some point, if you trust the body, it will take care of a lot of things that we are, where we are blocking ourselves with in our mind. Like, so just to get away from the mind and start listening and, and, and you know, changing your focus. So, yeah. What yes. was the question? <laughs> so yeah, I'm 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 really happy about that. That that for me is like something with my dancing uh, that really then re- like I understood like okay, so dancing then can teach me about life 
if I let life teach my dance, you know, it yeah. goes this both both ways. Mm. And from then, it was just more much easier to communicate then and to start developing this other side of my dance. Um, and now today, um, I, I was teaching a lot before, and then I took a break, and and now for a few years maybe five years, five or six years. I haven't been teaching a lot. Just this year I started again because I felt like I needed a break from that and develop, you know, and now I'm like, yeah, but now I feel like teaching again, but I want to teach the things that I'm, you know, thinking about now. So therefore this whole freestyle concepts or, you know, yeah, sharing my thoughts and ideas. But just by doing that, it also inspires me to go back and teach foundations of different styles as mm. well. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk a bit about your classes. Okay. Um, I'm like thinking about the start of your class. Like I really experienced the beginning of the class as this like deep breath and uh, leaning back into the space into the other people in the room into my own body and then I go from whatever is here mm. and you talk a lot about listening and responding or like acknowledging the the context the place that you're in mm-hmm. um, why do you like to start a class like that so It's that thing that I'm interested in now. I've been trying, like, throughout my uh, dancing life to kind of balance, like, okay, so how much should be planned, uh, you know, these and these... um, tasks are good to practice to warm up or can I just kind of listen to what my body want to do and my body knows exactly how to warm up and I guess it's a bit like it's hard if you haven't practiced dance for a while and just go like yeah do whatever it's it, it's it might be a bit hard but now I I know that the people that I'm working with have really practiced dance. So we already have this vocabulary. And then I want us to to get the chance to just kind of start listening that we already know, or, or if we listen to the body, the body already knows the best way for you to get in contact with your dance, with your tools, uh, And if there's sometimes uncertainties about like, should I, you know, do this thing that I've planned that is very, you know, uh, 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 or should I just try to give in and sense my body and feel what is the thing that my body needs right now? 
And if I don't even think about what is the thing my body is not like, if I just like really go into trying to sense it and feel it, then it's nice to really go for that. Like, okay, we're gonna try that. And this is something I want to try with you guys because it's something that I'm more and more exploring myself and it's been like uh, up and down with this and and right now I just have this really strong belief in this phenomenon like okay my body does know best a lot of times like I, I've, I've been getting injuries and stuff because I've been trying to push my body in a way that was really not I was not listening to my body I had this idea of where I wanted to go and by this idea I was pushing so hard that my body cracked right and anytime I do that still I feel my injury and anytime I'm trying to push from a thought it's like well there is your injury and your limitation but anytime i let my body kind of take over the the control of where we are going then i can do amazing things i found that that is a very nice way to start and it kind of especially the two first days it or oh, today as well but it has this then way of making us kind of prepare and warm up and then all of a sudden we just realized that okay we're already in it if it would be like okay now you do your ta- tasks it then then we would preparing for maybe uh, let's say we're gonna prepare to make this choreography or this movements and then we can just kind of do this warm up as a block and then we are ready to make the jumps that's that's another thing but but what i find interesting is when we kind of just lean back to the flow and we kind of let the body go where we want to go it will also show us more like we we don't necessarily have to have a specific uh, specific thing mm. if we warm up like this just listen to the body then the body is going to show us what we're going to practice today in a way mm. so it opens up for other uh, phenomenons to happen mm. it's so nice to also come to a class in the morning that allows everything to be a material Mm -hmm. like i don't have to exclude anything and i think that is really emphasizing that or like it helps me to realize that i can always dance like i don't what you said before like i don't have to be happy also on a tired or a self-doubting day i can dance because that could be material that can be included that thing is really interesting that you just say i can always dance and that's a thing that is very interesting for me because then 
coming from the street dance field, that's that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing that is practiced. This I can always dance. Because the situations that we are put in or where we've been this far is, I mean, that's the main key. Because it might not have like a structure of, okay, you go to this school, let's say, and you go to this studio where you practice this or this where you practice that. And that is for later taking, you know, um, you're going to be in this company and perform with this and this uh, choreographer. It, ha- it Like in the street dance scene, that is not happening, right? What is happening is, okay, do we have a space? It's not sure that we have a space, but when we have a space, let's go for it. What's the space? What's the space? We don't know. It could be like this dance studio, but it could also be in your living room or just in that corner in the street or, you know, wherever. So then it's like, okay, that's the space we get. What's like, okay, do we have music? Yes. Nice. So we have music and that's that's all we need. Okay, so now we can dance. What's like, what's the situation? Are we warm? No, we didn't get time to warm up. So... So where do we start? Okay, we start from just this, listening to the music and then see where it goes. It has this thing. It's just that like I can always dance. That's a such a powerful 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 tool and and powerful state of mind. And it it really that's really I haven't thought about it, but it's nice when it kind of bounces back like this when we reflect that that's one of my main like drive my main goals that I've been also forming in my my mindset is like if I can always dance in any situation I mean that's that's powerful that's amazing is also this fascination with I don't know if I told you yeah like the example of being on stage let's say in this uh, event called the Just Just in Paris is this huge event 15,000 people in the audience it's like the globe it's like oh my god it's it's crazy and then you're supposed to be there alone and just kind of create something like all the pressure is on you but if i can stand there and dance and with dance i really mean connect to my inner you know <laughs> uh, my calm my place my where i can express and explain with my language of dance without being too stressed about the situation i mean if i can really dance there then it means that I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> like, not done like that, but then, then that's the point where I want to be. That's what I want to explore. 
and then it you know I can always dance if that is something that I bear with me is going to make me connect to my dance faster so if it's on a stage like that or in the middle of the street or just in a club or on let's say a dance studio sometimes dance studios is the worst inspirational places ever is the worst it's like you enter a dance studio and you all immediately feel like i'm so uninspired so what if you can always dance then and you instead of going back to okay i'm gonna do this and this warm-up what do my body want to do okay i just want to lay down okay but maybe i have a goal still to move a bit what do i do i shake a little bit but okay what now i don't know okay i'm tired okay let me use my tiredness today i'm gonna dance the tired dance and by allowing that things then you already freed your mind of restricting that dancing should be energ- en- uh, energetic yeah. or happy or forceful or impressive because again if you would be on a stage with 15,000 people and you decided to do the tired dance but you do it so full out and you are, you 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 practiced so you managed to be creative within your tiredness and you managed to to have like a clear language within that that is impressive it's so impressive it's like like i said you know it's that or making a backflip and and the backflip is going to be wow when you've seen it like a couple of times it's going to be yeah yeah but to see somebody connect in the moment every time one day is like the tired dance and the other day is this super i don't know energetic because you are connected to what you feel right now that is so impressive every time uh, there's a hip hop dancer called uh, Salas and he he's been like in this uh, just a boo uh, competition uh, many times and he won i don't know how many times but he won like and with winning you know that is, is is this panel that kind of points left or right the panel has uh, knowledge about the street dance scene uh, not the most important thing but anyways also uh, he, this guy salas he he is there and he he i mean his whole style is just He's just so tired. <laughs> he he doesn't do explosive things, but by being that relaxed and the creativeness he can like show is just so impressive. It makes people be like, ah, you know, even if he's standing against somebody's making backflips and you know so much energy and la 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 la. It's like. If you're that relaxed and you can still express and be creative in the way you want without being stressed out about the situation that 15,000 people are watching you, that is going to be impressive, you know. Mm. So lean back to the flow and and, uh, trust 
trust to listen to your body and start creating from there. And just by doing that in the warm up of the class immediately sets us on the path. And then we are taking it to the next level without realizing. And then it's like, oh, but I'm already dancing. I'm already creating. Nice. So how can we go further? You know, and then we can try out different stuff. But it's, it's that first thing. Yeah. We have to talk about the cipher. Yes. Um, can you tell us yes. what a cipher is and what is your interests connected to the cipher? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the cipher. The mystical cipher. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this is something that is growing also deeper and deeper within me. Um, it's something that I feel really haven't been enough explored even in the street dance scene in Sweden it's it's uh, we've been kind of mostly scratching the surface and sometimes it can plunge <laughs> deeper but but it's something that I really want to kind of uh, I want people to explore that more for me it's a mix between hearing about it, trying it out in situations that haven't been at all good. I mean, where the situation is, is just like, this is a cipher and you need to go in and you have to produce and you have to kind of uh, compete, kind of. is This like competitive vibe or like this stressful vibe of people trying to prove themselves it's like okay so that's been one situation where the cyphers has been uh, happening and the only thing that gives is just pressure <laughs> and like oh that's not nice in sometimes in those situations some people manage to like forget about the pressure and then the real conversations can happen but often those people have a deeper understanding of the culture and their own dance uh, so for me, and, and that's been like if, if we've been abroad in different events. Uh, but what it really is, the cipher is this space and is this culture of sharing and expressing uh, emotions, um, you know, and dancing, moving it's 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 a conversation it's a la if, if the language then is kind of directly from your core moving you uh, so the language doesn't go through words it's just like it goes directly from body to body energy to energy and what it is like for me where i am in my exploration it, it the cipher can take different shapes and different forms. But let's say the, the, the basic setting is the circle, right? And then the circle, it is just, it's interesting because that form is, I don't know, it's, it's very old. Like, I think human beings have been sitting around in circles for many, many, many years, like around the fire or whatever, telling stories. It has this continue, continu, continuity, 
yeah. Continuity? Yeah. Continuity of energy, like it's flowing. It doesn't, it, do, it doesn't have a, it doesn't stop. It, it keeps it. It's, it's easy to focus the energy like towards the middle. And if that is something people would just stand doing, like, okay, now we're just gonna focus our energy towards this middle, then if you allow yourself to feel it, you're really gonna feel the presence of energy. And if you would stand in the middle, you would really be like, okay, I have a lot of, you know, attention here. Attention might scare people if, if they think that you need to produce something. But if you would just get in and feel that attention and the energy that is created, you would be able to start, you know, communicate with that energy. And that energy will also give you a lot of energy to create from or create with. So then the cipher, for me, it's been a bit, you know, throughout the, my life, a bit of a mystery. I had a few moments that has been like milestones. One of the moments was when I was out. I think I was about 20 years old. I was clubbing with some of my friends and dancer, dancer colleagues, dancers, some of my dancers. And we, I think then the, the music was house music, good kind of house music. And we were just hitting it off and we just created this cypher. And the environment was not, you know, the, the typical like dance class cypher. Nobody that said, you should go in and then just, you know, <laughs> trying to pressure people. It was this like the real, it just happened. The cypher just happened from energies and we were there and we were sharing. And with this, the energy kind of started to grow and 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 in this cipher and then it was not static it could move around but we had this continuance of energy and i remember it took me to places and it it, it took me to a place where uh, we can call it the zone it's often called the zone uh, and the zone is where kind of you're in such a flow that, you know, everything you do is just, you could call it the super now. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, you are 100% there. You know exactly, like, flowy-wise, you feel everything you do, everything you do, and you know exactly what you do at the same time you do not really know. It's just this, you let go in a way that is like, oh, this place. So it can be called the zone and afterwards I'm always like, okay, so it's kind of this, you know, this um, mm, like kind of an ex ecstasy feeling towards being in trance. I remember in that moment and also when we are in the zone, we use it, I still use it to dance and move and just like enjoy and create and be there and everything is just happening and it it makes it, it makes you feel kind of the magic of it. 
and it happened in a cipher because the the energy is kind of is feeding off each other uh, yeah I was really um, I inspired by when you said handing over the energy yeah and for me that was very different like I had a vague idea about the cipher also yeah. but this was really something new that it's it's shared yeah. and when you leave the space to the next person you you hand over the energy yes and that's like that is a cipher and that's one of the things that also came to me so so clearly um a couple of years ago that's okay in a in a living cipher <laughs> we are there together like we don't even have to focus on handing over the energy it's just gonna happen it's not gonna be even if even if nobody would be in the actual circle if the cipher is living we would just stand and kind of feel that energy mm. and it doesn't mean that it has to dip you know it can just be a moment and then the next person can go but but in order for that to happen we really have to communicate and be open and like and kind of learn how a cipher works and is this thing it's it's hard to learn by thinking about it you have to kind of be in it and and sense it and and uh what's it called upleva experience you have to experience it and to experience it is like if we set ourselves in that situation over and over and we open up and we have more and more understanding of what it is then we will experience it um and yes and then like the and that it became clear to me what is it that kind of breaks the energy in a cipher it's that like this communication is like if it is like yeah i go in and i have to produce something and if there's stress well then this then that that then that is the energy that's going to be in that cipher is stress right so if i have to produce something and i'm like oh and i kind of stress that's the energy it, or if i do something and i finish you know and really finish and there's no way of that energy to spread then that is going to be the energy of the cipher and then again when the cipher is really communicating like all these transfers and things they will happen but if it's if it, if we don't have that uh, knowledge yet we can start kind of uh, acknowledging that okay what happened now okay so let's try to be more open to like give each other some energy and listen and try not to just finish and go out because then we can make the cipher start living so when somebody feels like going all out and just kind of bah you know go into you you crash on the floor then it means that the cipher is ready for that and then there's no problem it's just like ah this thing but it's really about the listening so the cipher is this space where we allow ourselves to be and be heard and listen like uh, so one part of the cipher is listening and taking care of the energy that's in in the movement and 
like I said, it can take different shapes and forms. It could be like this place where everybody's just kind of dancing at the same time. And then the, there's going to be kind of different ways of communicating and listening. Uh, but the essence of the listening will still be the same thing, you know. But if we go back to this, like this circle form, it's really about that. Being able to take in and hear what that person in the, in the middle of the cipher, give that person space, but be there for that person. Uh, if we allow ourselves to do that, we're gonna start communicating in a way that it, that can bring really much like power and make us uh, go places mm. uh, that is not going to be, you know, from planning a choreography or standing on stage doing that. Or if there's just like this, you can you can have the communication one and one like two if you're two people. Um, you can go places as well, but when you're surrounded by those energies, it's like, it's this next thing. And if you allow yourself to feel comforted by those energies, then we can go further. But then the energies, like the people around the cipher, also, it is, uh, uh, you have to be there. Yeah. As soon as somebody is like, not focused. Yeah. You're gonna feel it. So it's, it's a nice way to say it, like comforted by the attention. Yes. So it's the completely opposite of what most people feel <laughs> when they have to be like in the middle of a circle because you think that you have to, you know, produce stuff and be in a way. So it's like the, the whole idea of a cipher is something completely, completely else. And if you think about it, like, let's say the natural uh, uh, outcome of a cipher would be in a situation where people trust each other mm. already and like, okay, we're doing this together. So that's the first thing we need to do is this really kind of naked feeling. And, 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 and if we bring other stuff into the ciphers, well, then that's going to take over. And we can bring anything into cipher as long as we're open and the group is kind of there together then we can explore anything. And, and I think that's super interesting about the cipher, because I thought about the word cipher and what it means, you know, to have this uh, code or uh, it, made, it made me think about what we are doing in a cipher is kind of to little by little decipher it, like to find the keys to 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 understand the code so we can lock it up and then find the treasure right so it's that thing if we allow us to give 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 in to that give in to not thinking uh, that we have to produce give in to being in the middle and sensing the energies around me and see what does it give what, how does it feel, really? Um, so that's the start. Yes. Yeah. Mm. All right. Final question. Mm -hmm. uh, there is this question that I ask all my guests. And it's a, it's a wide, maybe a little bit tricky question. So you can interpret it however you want. 
The question is, what is a good dancer? Hmm. Hmm. A good dancer is a dancer that knows that uh, it can dance wherever and whenever. <laughs> no, that's a good dancer. For me, that's a really good dancer. So it varies. Like It can be a dancer that's, you know, I love to see dancers that, you know, are not really... I don't want to say are not really dancers, but you know, dancers that you see in a club or whatever, they're just doing their thing without thinking about it. It's just connecting to that space. It's like, well, that's a good dancer. Uh, a good dancer could also be a dancer that has been practicing for years and years and years and know these techniques. But some something that really makes, for me, the important, like one important ingredient of being a good dancer is the ability of, you know, connecting to that that space where the movement has, like, a, it has a, mm. <laughs> oh, now this thing with words again. I want to say the movement has a meaning or a, a purpose and, and, and what is really it, it connects to that place where it actually it means something for you right so it is something that comes out that has a value like has a value for you and and it means that you've been somehow uh, connecting the dots that like make you realize that this thing that I'm doing now has value. It's 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 uh, that's for me also maybe the next step. Like you could be a good dancer by you know techniques and knowing stuff, but then you can be a good dancer where you also have that ability to communicate. You know communicate feelings in a way that is like, oh, wow, for some reason I just, that thing you do just, you know, it's an energy that just kind of is happening. And, and, and I think it begins with if you yourself allow yourself to go to that place where it actually has a value that is not only a move, it's something else. There's something else invested. There's something else. It means something that has a bigger value or a higher value than just a movement, kind of. Mm. So, yeah, that's a good dancer, definitely. Nice. I've had discussions with some of my colleagues about being able to call yourself a good dancer. Mm -hmm. If you're able to state, like, I'm mm. a good dancer. Mm. And... Uh, Yeah, we have had discussions back and forth and mm. especially one of my colleagues, he had he, he didn't want to say that. Mm. But after your class yesterday, he came to me and he said, Rebecca, today I'm a good dancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. That makes me happy. Yeah, yes. it was really Just nice. Just like realize it. Yeah. Is that, that's, that the, the, the true value of dance, it, it has to do with that. Like, uh, we don't always have to compare ourselves to other norms or just like because 
I mean, the if you can realize that even though we're dancing like professionally, but if you can realize that your dance is is for you, like firstly and mainly, it's like if you start investing in like investigating that, uh, I think you're gonna find a lot of value. Uh, yeah. Yes. On, uh, on that note, mm-hmm. is there anything else you want to add or ask me or Ooh. anything you want me to ask you? Ooh, I think I feel happy. <laughs> nice. uh, I mean, talking about good dancers, just want to add again this lo- lots of ways of being a good dancer. Lots of different kinds of good dancers. Just that. So, yeah. uh, so it's hard to just say one thing, but if I, you know, that question led me to that answer yeah otherwise i'm happy to be here on your blog (laughs) and no it's not a blog what's it called pod pod. (laughs) podcast (laughs) (laughs) on your podcast thank you so much for guesting yes thank you i'm looking forward to a class tomorrow yes (laughs) let's go Oh, 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 oh.